Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Where is Gaga? Where is LG6? Where's Rihanna's album? A lot of questions that TBD will get answered in 2020. Gaga needs to like stop tweeting and come out with an album. I'm ready for her to have like an acting journey and then have another album come out. I can sit and marinate with Joanne. I think we all need to sit and marinate with Joanne for a little bit longer. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think she's going to be in the new Rocky Horror picture or no, not Rocky Horror, um, little shop of horrors. Oh, chic. I didn't even know that that was happening. I think they're doing, I think she's, she's in talks as according to deadline. 
Love. And variety. Love. What does Hollywood Reporter say? I don't know. Who knows? Deadline. Nikki Fink. <laughs> Nikki Fink, who is not even with Deadline anymore. I, don't, I think she's like... like Started her like rogue faction. She's, yeah, I think she is like NikkiFink.com. Nikki Fink. Remember when she was like. She's really into like takedowns on NikkiFink.com. When I was in my Mad Men phase, she wrote a whole thing about why January Jones's career never took off. It was like six reasons why January Jones never became the star she was meant to be. And I was like, damn, like you have a real axe to grind here, Nikki. Remember Nikki Swift? Have you been on Nikki Swift, like the YouTube channel? No, where it's like Nikki Swift. I feel like it's listeners. By the way, this is Carrie. This is Lara. And this is sexy. Sexy. This is tough Sicilian bitches. This is tough Sicilian bitches on sexy Sicilian bitches bitches on sexy unique podcast. But um, Nikki Swift is like a weird gossip site and they do these videos on YouTube and they all have like like eight million views and it's like. Why, why Hollywood doesn't want to hire Hillary Duff anymore or something or like some actress who's like actually doing fine. Maybe it was Nikki Swift that I was on, but it seemed comprehensive. And that's YouTube only. It's like YouTube and, but, it, and, and it's always like this woman's voice who sounds almost vaguely like Russian <laughs> and like it's just Russian propaganda. It, it, I have to pull it up because it, they sound like. A bot or something is this like talking shit about Julia Stiles? It's probably an AI, like those children's videos that just get made in like an AI vortex. Yeah, but they go after like like this article, sketchy sketchy things everyone just ignores about Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Tonight Show. But beneath his well-tailored suit and big grin, it looks like Jimmy Fallon has a shady side. From his alleged alcoholism to his racially insensitive humor, here's a closer look at the funny man's more questionable antics. In 2014, Jimmy Fallon's Saturday Night Live co-star Horatio Sands claimed the affable comic had a penchant for booze. Sands told Vulture, We were super-functioning alcoholics, definitely. They say that kind of goes hand-in-hand with SNL, some kind of substance abuse issues. Because it's so stressful, you easily find yourself blowing off steam a lot. People ask me, so it's like that. It's like, it is an AI voice. Isn't it not human? No. It's Uncanny Valley as a voice. And it's like sketchy things everyone just ignores about Meghan Markle. It's something. like how Sheena talks. Yeah. She kind of talks like a it's, robot. It's very Sheena on the beat. It's full Sheena on the beat. You might have been... But I think Nikki Fink takes people down too. Yeah, Nikki Fink is just like an internet troll. But I guess it's worth like millions now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember when Diane Keaton was going to play Nikki Fink? There was a moment where they, I think someone had sold a show based on Deadline and Diane Keaton was attached to play Nikki Fink and then the show never went. Missed opportunity. Hollywood, when are you going to learn? Six reasons why Hollywood can't trust Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) The king of, and it's like. Six reasons Jimmy Fallon is sketchy. Yeah. Things that just seem, just don't seem right about Jimmy Fallon. One. It's like. It's so weird. Where are you broadcasting from? Also, yeah, from a cave. But like also maybe in, in Russia, like Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. In Crimea. <laughs> in Crimea. <laughs> Nikki Swift is based in Crimea. She's Just based telling in, the world. She's based in Minsk. <laughs> in Belarus. I had a period where I was obsessed with Minsk. I love that. On Instagram. I would I would go through like geotags when I was like drinking wine alone at night. Mm-hmm. I would like go through and you would look at everything from Minsk. All I would the like content to, coming out of Minsk. Yeah, I would go. I would go to Minsk, their geotag, and just look at like people just having a 
wet and wild time. Wow. What were they doing? Like at clubs. Cool. One club was called like Club New York or something. And it was like, it looked like Beauty in Essex, but like mm-hmm. in Minsk. <laughs> and all these like dolled up like Belarusian girls and like there were like men behind them. Need to go. I need to go to the Soviet Union. <laughs> you do? I'm ready. On on Instagram or IRL? Both. No. No. Mm-mm. No. No. Um, well, I'm a German from Russia, like my lineage. Oh, so that's true. I need to get back to the motherland. Okay. I just, where I'm, my I'm, potato farming ancestors were lured over by Catherine the Great. I just Only don't have to leave before things when things got too real. Just don't go on Grinder. Don't worry, I won't. <laughs> they'll I they'll hunt you down on Grinder. I know. I'm gonna really like That's lock up it. my lesbian tendencies. Well, I don't really get. I don't. I haven't gone on dating apps in forever, so that's not my style. Lara in like St. Petersburg, just like hmm. hmm. I go full lipstick lesbian mm-hmm. when You're I like, hit the square. You go full like tattoo. I'm, yeah, I'm going like full. Uh, did T-A-T-U. you ever see the Charlie's movie where she just like beat the shit out of everyone? Atomic blonde. Yeah, I'm going atomic blonde. Mm-hmm. The moment I get to Russia and touch down, I get like full glam. Wear evening gowns everywhere. And then just like, and then, like slowly seduce spies and then just kick people in the face yeah yeah and beat their ass i have to train danielle staub style for months before i go (laughs) in the event that i get duped what if danielle would like (laughs) work to the cia to like train people how to like because they do have people who like have to train how to be like mobsters no like seductive she goes what is it something and engage and and then suggest I've been trying to engage and suggest just in the mirror lately, and it so far feels pretty good. She's on to something. I've got to say. bitch knows what she's talking Got to be honest with you. I've got to be quite honest with you. But yeah, Soviet Union don't need to go there ever. Yeah, you're not pretty. not Soviet Union, the... What you, whatever it? it's called. The, the Russian Federation. The Russian Federation. Don't need to go, but if you want to go, I'll support you. I'm ready to go. Not financially. No. <laughs> Really? No. That's okay. I'm sorry. Should I crowdfund a trip Crowd, to Russia? If you want to crowd, I will share the link. <laughs> <laughs> On Facebook only. <laughs> um, speaking of which, someone in the SUP Facebook group, a dear reader, um, posted that she used to work at Starbucks. And when when people bring out this is policy, they're fucking with a customer. <gasps> She like confirmed. She knew it. So, so your she, Trenta yeah. troll was real. So I appreciate that. Oh my god! I was, I was. I feel a little more vindicated. Justice at mm-hmm. last. It's been a long week where no justice has been served until this very moment. No, I'm still, I'm still reeling from the trauma of that of that moment. But I feel more vindicated that I'm. I wasn't just being like oversensitive. I've I been... speak to the manager like annoying. <laughs> I wasn't just like this annoying white person. No, you, you, the thing about Starbucks is they clap back. What the Starbucks customer gets is right not about clapping right back at Starbucks. No, but that's, that's why I love it. Six ways Starbucks claps back in 2019. Six ways Greta Thunberg claps back. Wait, I've been using Starbucks as my satellite office 
and like we'll go there to the write. one over there yeah and i will just like that's a scene that one. Oh, it's full on it's like one of the best places for me to just like hunker down and get shit done because i desperately want to get out of there but at the same time i need get out energy in order to get into my writing yeah there's an urgency yeah and then also they have everything that i need good quad lattes a sense of community a sense of community like we're all in here together having to deal with like wobbly tables everyone's writing their screenplay everyone's like struggling writer energy when i see people writing their in final draft in public i want to walk into i want to scream yeah i want to go up to them and go stop it no and then run into traffic a dark look but the thousands of people have to do it. No, I'm not saying like I'm saying like it makes me like why am I not doing this? Like I feel like I should be doing this too. They're it ahead of the game. Makes me really sad. I'm like they're ahead of the game. Also, Starbucks grilled cheese. I just need to shout it out is fucking delicious. Can Starbucks just fucking sponsor this podcast at this point? Like literally, all I, I like, care about is Starbucks. I feel like I talk about Starbucks every single fucking podcast like we're you're I, a trenta girl you how many times have like you seen me eat starbucks the starbucks i have to stop myself like i have to make a conscious decision every day not to engage with a starbucks because just from a financial perspective it's like not smart for me no but at the same time from a financial perspective it's a lot smarter than other coffee options yeah i mean think of all the other places in this in this town in this town you could get what you get at starbucks for like 20 dollars a pop and at starbucks it's like a sensible 10 to get yeah. like food and drink and then there's maybe a, a snack there's a coffee place that i will not name near me in west hollywood that literally has like 17 dollar drinks yeah it's like no no, you can go ape shit at those. And I like I am of the people in the sense that we are all bonded by Starbucks. We are. Everywhere there's a Starbucks open on Christmas. Yeah. You can depend on Starbucks. And honestly, next time you're there, if you're in the mood for a grilled cheese, get one. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> and they're sous vide. Love. Oh my god. They're those egg, bites, egg bites. I'm the egg bite egg white bites egg. princess. You're queen of eggs. I'm queen of the vegetarian egg white bites. The Gwyneth Duchess also of Su- said that she likes them too. Gwyneth? Mm-hmm. The Duchess of Sous Vide. The Duchess of Sous Vide <laughs> has declared. That sounds like actually. Yeah. That would be my royal name. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm, I am love their blueberry oatmeal. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say their blueberry scones. I also love they have a donut there, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't think is fucking delicious, but. It is so good. It's actually like insane how good it is. I've even had a cake bite pop. Oh, I was just going to say this. They look, I haven't the pink, tried it. Try the pink cake pop. That's really the only one I've tried and really took to. It's not like now. a strawberry. Don't do like a strawberry flavor, but it's like a white cake inside, a pink outside is a true must. Well, I have to wait till I'm off keto. Yes. That's just like a sugar pop. I'm on keto again. I was on keto for two days and then I... <laughs> then last night i drank a shirley temple at dinner and i was like oh so then i was like fuck it so you now have to reset mm-hmm. and now you're day one of keto yeah i think i'm gonna try to do the seven day clean program that's like dr younger who's like a goop approved 
doctor has like his 21 day clean program but that's like way too much Whoa. like i'll i'll actually commit murder you have to be really rich to do like 21 day fast it's a, it's way too rich this yeah. almost is like out of my price range but if i can squeeze the purse strings this month i might what, be able to make it work what does it entail it entails it's like all you identify your dosha in ayurveda so there's vata pitta and kapha i think one is like you run really hot one's like you run cold and then i don't know about the other one and then you eat a diet according you eat according to what your dosha is in ayurveda so and they introduce i think you have to infrared sauna every day so that's an expense and you have to use these clean program shakes which are I think $180 or something. Where do you infrared sauna? I don't know. So that's, I have to do a lot of research. I know on ClassPass you can get infrared saunas like in certain boutiques like around LA. So you do it for seven days. And you do it for seven days and you intermittent fat, you introduce intermittent fasting leading up to, I think in the middle of the seven day program, you do a full 24 hour fast day, which do, is like, do you drink water? I think I'm not really sure. I'm still researching. You have to be able to drink water. But you stop after you eat lunch, then you fast until lunch the next day, which seems actually like a better way to fast than like not eating at all. Not eating the for a whole day. Wow. But it's like supposed to be a good reset or something. I'm intrigued. Does your do you like lose a lot of weight? I don't think it's the weight loss is the point. I think it's just like more mental clarity, uh, more energy. You're like weight loss are best. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I go no i don't think so and Carrie goes oh <laughs> <laughs> no i'm i'm I, I i think the reset is cool i infrared sauna sounds amazing and i i think i like the idea of like eating lunch because then you can eat a huge lunch right i think you still have to be like pretty oh. portion <laughs> like it seems really starvation centric which i don't respond well to because i'm i once i start limiting food i get more hungry like i have really bad food anxiety is like there's never going to be enough food so and that triggers it that's why keto has been when i've when i've done it it's been like nice because you can still eat a lot mm-hmm. you just have to eat you're encouraged just to eat like meat and cheese and and broccoli i love that so you're just very gas but i could get really really sick of that in like three days that's the thing it gets really tiring and like almost depressing it's just it's, like so salt it's like so salty you never get a sweet reprieve <laughs> <laughs> i did last night <laughs> i like i like I, I i my reaction was like not okay when i went oh oh <laughs> well that's the thing keto i mean your weight you lose a lot of water weight really fast so it, it just you look on this you're like oh uh, oh oh yeah it's but like, then do you can you keep it going? You plateau or does it at plateau? some point, and then you can keep. Then going. you have to push through the plateau. Every diet is such a troll. It is. Can you just put me in a coma and like let me just waste away for a month <laughs> and then be like? Can you imagine if that's the future like, to my heart and then like get me back in the game? Medically induced weight loss coma. Or, like, there has to be a pill. Like, oh. can't someone just develop a pill that's, like, not Adderall or, like, amphetamine <laughs> that you can take that just, like, melts your fat off? I mean, there are now um, machines being made 
and like treatments that you can get where you strap yourself like you put a machine like over your belly or wherever you want to lose weight from and it is the equivalent like it just jiggles all your muscles and like sends deep frequencies into them that's the equivalent of doing ten thousand sit-ups oh it's and you do like three of those sessions which retail for a cool like six grand and then you have like it just like melts off you get like abs it's i saw it on real hospice of dallas yeah they do it's called 90 and 20 yeah there's different ones my stepmom's getting one of those at her med spa and i'm trying to fly back to oklahoma and get i'm trying to get like alien abduction level hooked up to like there's one on my ass, stomach, thighs, just want, all going at the same time, just <laughs> jiggling me into like. Full, I want to do that. I don't want to work out anymore. I, remember, I don't want to have to eat healthy. There was an amazing moment in Real Housewives of Atlanta where Kim Zolciak was eating, laying on a bed, wearing like some <laughs> like, like ab machine, eating pizza and smoking <laughs> cigarettes and having getting like a facial or something. Amazing. It's, amazing britney spears i think used to do like ten thousand setups yeah or something. she used to be like she, she was she like, still looks amazing she looks incredible but all she can do is like work out i know She's a prisoner her video her her latest instagram she has one of just a leopard staring i love that but she had one where she was like just flew back from my trip from the holidays and here are my babies and it's just these two dogs and she goes i love you my babies and then it just goes to her doing yoga <laughs> Her life is like she sometimes gets dogs as a treat and then she's like forced to work out. Do they cut the videos for her or do you think she does it herself? I think she kind of does it. I think she's in charge of a lot. They've given her a few responsibilities, but ultimately she will just be a slave to her family forever, I guess. Remember when all that shit was going down about her dad? Like, people got up in arms about it again, and then she had to release... She, like, released some statement that on Instagram that was like, everything is fine. I am so happy, and there is nothing wrong. Thank you. Yeah, I... I'm glad you are concerned, but trust, it all is taken care of. She's an age... She is a slave to the Federation. Yeah, I... That whole movement of, like, Free Britney, which continues, like... I get, I get the sentiment, like, she, but also, I, I, it also upset me in a way because I'm like, okay, guys, she's mentally ill and she needs, like, she had a, a mental breakdown and like needed help and like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but can't you recover from that? Has she recovered? Like, I'd feel like I would love to just know more about what exactly happened and then like where she is now i wish was Brittany it just would, found out that she was like bipolar i wish britney would talk about it more but i feel like her southern family is not open to that yeah but like everyone like i, w- I wish she because like she's alluded that she's like had some struggles in the past but like i wish she if she in her britney way kind of broke it down and was like look i and she did kind of say it in that statement she was yeah. like i you know i had some problems I'm in a conservatorship, conservatorship, like, this is just how it is. Yeah. But, like, I wish she was a little more, but you know what? It's none of my business, and she wants to live her life the way she lives it. She seems healthy. Her, she's a hot fucking boyfriend. Yeah. Who, like, seems like he worships her. Mm-hmm. And. Maybe she'll write a tell-all one day. Her memoirs. She'll no. hire some, a ghostwriter to do it. But, I mean. I don't think she will. I think she's just going to be doing this forever. 
I don't think she wants to make music anymore. Yeah, I can tell. (laughs) (laughs) No shit. Yeah, you don't say. Really, the passion's not still there? Could have fooled me. She's like smoked cigarettes in the studio. Yeah. Did you see that picture of her with like her... Her music is just all recorded by other people's voices that are digitally manipulated to sound like hers. Well, yeah, it's like, and then she lip syncs. So, I mean, love and light, love and light, bitch. But like, I just have to say, there's been a few videos that she's posted on Instagram where, oh my god, there was a she did a video a few months ago where she was doing some sick choreography. I think from Slave for You, like the act, and she looked, she really was, she was turning it the fuck out. Like old Britney was back. Like I was like, this is where she is. She's been hiding this from us. Yeah, it's been here all along. I think she was just punishing us. Which I which I totally respect and she I, with with withholding. But someone recently said it to Jellico Cats. <laughs> Jellico Jellico Cats. Da, 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 da. I'll play it for you. Play it because I actually don't know that song. Really? Yeah, I'm not a cat's head. I never saw not, it. I mean, but you know it, and a, a, you are like a Jellico cat. Jellico. Is it Jellico? Jellico. What's a Jellico? A Jellico cat is. Um, what they their name of their tribe? It's taken from a T.S. Eliot poem. Okay, hold on. Honestly, if someone can write cats, and it is such a thing, you can do anything. God, I'm crying. <laughs> Wait, okay. That song, the energy of that song it's was pretty- enough to let me know that I can never see the Cats movie. I actually, like, my soul can never come face to face with that energy on screen. But it matches Britney so well. Yeah, Britney's killing the Jellicle Cat game. Speaking of killing... Speaking of killing, so we're worried for Danielle's life. Country Clubbed is the iconic episode we've been waiting <laughs> Country for. Country Clubbed That's is a- such an offensive name for an episode, but I'm here for it. Um, I have like five pages of notes on just the first five minutes of this because I wanted to get every single I know. thing that happened and like document it. I went True Detective season three <laughs> on the first five minutes of this episode. Well, when we laugh less off, <laughs> we- <laughs> <laughs> your hope. brain. I'm sorry, but I think that if you saw cats in theater and subjected yourself to that, you're gonna have like. A- an aneurysm at yeah, some point in your like life. It, like when people like roll like 10 years later. Yeah, like then ex- they're like, blah, 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 yeah. and then they like, their speech patterns get disrupted. Mm-hmm. You just, you had a like an acid flashback yeah. of your cat's trauma. Ecstasy flashback. Um, well, <laughs> when we last left off, <laughs> Teresa and Danielle were standing, were facing off at the Posh Fashion Show. Teresa said hello to Danielle, but like did it to fuck with her. Just want to say hi. Just want to say hello. Just want to say hi. And then she goes, I don't think this is a very friendly conversation. And then, and then Teresa goes, Oh, you want me to say bitch, you old hag? <laughs> You're an old hag. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, bitch. Is that better? And then, and then Danielle goes, that's a fuck enough. That's, that's, <laughs> she goes, that's, that's a fuck enough. That's a fuck enough. And then, 
And then Teresa says something else, and then Danielle's eyes literally bug out of her head, and she goes, "You, you wanna? Don't you? Don't you ever fucking attack me?" And then Teresa goes. She goes, you threw a fucking table at me. And Teresa goes, goes, no, I didn't, baby. No, I didn't. I'm from Patterson. Did you forget? And like, and she's like, she goes, oh, I know what the house you grew up in before, before the mansion. The she mansion. Goes, and then Teresa goes, that's right, bitch. I live in a $5 million mansion. And she goes, and, and it's, it's in, in foreclosure. And then, and then Danielle bolts. <laughs> she runs away like a witch. What I learned during this episode was that you never tell Teresa that her house is in foreclosure. Never tell Teresa anything that's true. Yeah. Because she'll Cause it'll she rattle. Will fucking go like she will hunt you down and she will kill you so as soon as Teresa shoves Kim G out of the way she she, Kim G goes flying across the room (laughs) Danielle and it's in foreclosure like Speedy Gonzalez is out of there and then Danielle Teresa goes charging she shoves Kim G across clear it's like it's like a it's like the movie Carrie she's like shoving her mom across (laughs) Kim G's like calm down just and, and then, Teresa shoves her off. She goes, "My house is not in foreclosure, bitch." And then Danny, and then you, and then Jacqueline's running behind Teresa, going, "I read the court files, Danielle. <laughs> you beat someone with a nine millimeter pistol." And then all these women are just like coming out of the woodwork. They're all grabbing Teresa. They're all trying to pull her back. Teresa's just full shoving everyone. She shoves Danielle. Cra- she goes out of the hallway, goes back into the dining room where she's just running. She's full her bodyguard. Steam ahead. Her, her bodyguard, bodyguard shoves flipping. Teresa. Yeah. No tables are like chairs are falling over. There's crashing glass everywhere. Yeah. As Danielle tries to get she through goes, the dining my room. My heel is broken. Get away from me. Get away from me. And her bodyguard has like a hold on her shoulders. She goes, Don't hold me. Yeah. And then she shoves Danielle, there's an, one point as she's trying to make get back out. There's a door between her yeah. and like the exit, and there's an elderly woman like with short white hair. Kind, you know that she's just like, what's happening? Danielle physically shoved that elderly woman out of her way and started tearing through the exit. Also, there was one point where a woman who was wearing dark sunglasses at night and gray hair who looked like she was in disguise just randomly. <laughs> Danielle runs by her and you just see her turn her head and shake her head at the camera. <laughs> and then Teresa runs through and this other woman goes, she goes, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> and then like, there's a point where when Jacqueline's screaming and running after Danielle, you, there's one girl and it, you see her face and she's like, uh, like watching with like a smile yeah. on her face. Oh, everyone's, like, people it. are half horrified, half are loving it. Teresa's chasing Danielle and some lady, like she goes through a doorway and some blonde lady just like lovingly caresses Teresa's hair like as she's on her like bowl in a china yeah. chair. Like so they're being equally supported and like abhorred by the community. Well, I think people are, I think that everyone in that area knows how hot-headed Teresa is so mm-hmm. I think they just feel like they can like pet her and like they love her, to see it her like a kitty she'll like calm down yeah but she goes bolting out and then Kim Kim G stops her I think Danielle goes I broke a fucking heel I broke a heel and then and Danielle's running and it's really sad because she really didn't think she was gonna break the heels tonight she really I think that's what upsets her the most yeah probably then she and runs Teresa outside goes, you cocoa Kokor, I love how Kokor is the running theme. Kokor is the running theme. Who are the women that are like grabbing? At one point, Teresa has a woman on each arm, like 
desperately trying to hold her back. I think they're all just women they know from like Wayne and and like Tawahawk <laughs> or whatever the fuck she lived. That blonde woman who goes, this is such fucking bullshit. This is such fucking bullshit. She was amazing. <laughs> she was really taking it seriously. Yeah, she couldn't believe it. Um, Wait, what town is Teresa living? Let me look. Sheldon, North Jersey head. Sorry about this. Sorry. I don't know where Teresa I'm lives. I'm from Patterson. Did you forget? Um, hold on. Tawako. Oh, wow. Yeah. In Montville. So I'll do, I think they all just know, like, they all just know that they know Everyone the gathers in Wayne. So Danielle, Danielle bolts she's outside. She hiding. Runs, she runs behind the exit, the entryway in, in the bushes. And she's going, oh, get me out of here. Get me out of here. Hyperventilating. Keep her, keep her away from me. And then Kim I'm going to pass out. I'm going to pass out. I'm going to pass out. And then Kim G comes over and she goes, oh, baby. She goes, get out of there. What are you doing <laughs> over there? And it's like. I love Kim G. I know. And then Teresa. Goes, Kim G goes, get over here. To, to Danielle. She's trying to like get her away, but Danielle's now like hiding in the corner. Teresa is lit and unable to be reasoned with. Danielle also, she's like, I can't move. This is the happiest Danielle's ever been. Yeah. By the way. She's like, David, like crying. This is her midsummer. Oh, it's, but it's, it, this is her opus. This yeah. moment. Like she's never been more. She's the flower princess. And it, she feels amazing. And then at one point, Kim G goes, Harry, put her in the car. Put her in the car. Put her in the car. And then and then Harry takes her and or not Harry. Well, then they are finally get Danielle like up and she's flanked by Harry and the bodyguard. Yeah. And that's when Ashley decides well, to strut up with her purse like hooked onto her elbow. Ashley, by the way, has fully ascended into model dimension, and I don't think she's gonna go back to like to like uh, Jersey dimension. No. Like she's now she that she's modeled. It's unleashed a whole new Ashley beast. And she this lost is where her marbles. The turning, the turning has yeah. taken place. <laughs> and now turning. all you see is like model Ashley. She, she saw, there was a shot of her looking on at the thing and she's like looking, she's outside and you, the rage in her eyes. Like she's like, this is my moment. Like I must kill. And I love that she carries her purse with yeah, her. Her little stringy bag. Yeah. On her elbow. And she struts up to Danielle and yanks her hair. Really hard. Really hard. She goes, who do you think you are? And then Danielle goes, Danielle goes, oh, and, and, <laughs> and then her bodyguard takes her and carries her across the parking lot. And then she goes, Ashley, that bitch, that fucking bitch. That fucking bitch. And then Ashley goes, love and light stand, the positive bitch. And then Jacqueline's like, get the fuck back inside. All the women starts shielding Ashley and bringing her back in. And, and then, then as Dennis is carrying Danielle bodyguard style. She goes, behind Teresa, you. She's behind you. And Teresa's like, <laughs> <laughs> Teresa looks like a linebacker. Harry is like slowly backwards walking, trying to keep Teresa yeah. at bay. He goes, he goes, you're like a gazelle, <laughs> Teresa. He's like, you're too fast. And Teresa's like smiling, but she's fully gone. Like she oh, goes, she there's just nothing sees behind red, her eyes. And she's like, nah, I just want to talk to her. Yeah. I just want to talk to yeah, her. She, it's fine. Just she like, goes, I'm fine. To I'm Harry. Fine. She goes, nah, 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 I'm good. I swear on my children's life. I swear. And she, there's, Literally nothing but red behind her eyes. No, it's like she's fully gone. And then it cuts to Ashley, who's gone back into the country club. And Ashley goes, I fucking pulled her hair out of her head. And her friend goes, Ashley. Ashley. And then and then Jacqueline's like, I heard, I started hearing rumors 
This is all within five minutes. That this is Ash- not even five minutes and 36 seconds no. into the episode. She goes, I started hearing things that Ashley pulled Danielle's hair. And I was like, oh, God. So Jacqueline's now like having a heart attack. Because she's yeah. like, my daughter's... Because she knows how insane Danielle is. And mm-hmm. she's going to make this. This is exactly... Ashley gave Danielle everything that she, she played needed. right into Danielle's yeah. hands. And then Kim, she's just going, put her in the car. So they get in the car. And then Harry guards the Bentley. And Teresa is just stalking the car. And then she goes past and Jacqueline is like, stop. And she goes, Jacqueline, off. Yeah. <laughs> and like. But do you love how great Danielle or Teresa is smiling? It's, like, d- it's truly that's the most bone chilling thing to me is like Teresa's blind rage and her inability. Because if you really look back at this episode, Teresa is the one that started it. Well, if we're going to get technical, Kim D started it. That's true. But Teresa definitely Kim D lit the fire and then Teresa threw like lit the flamethrower. She threw the first brick at the North Jersey Country Club. She did. You cannot she knew exactly what she was trying to do. Yeah. To get like a brawl going or whatever. And she like when Danielle said, Don't call me honey, then that's when Teresa fully snapped. Yeah. And she escalated it to a point where it turned into a fight. She she gets off on brawls. I yeah. think. She likes physical violence. Yeah. So it it, it was I, she just needed she needed her fix that night. She had a little she had a little alcohol in her and she was ready to go. And yeah. she was like ready. So this is it really is. This is her Teresa. like mom's night out. Like she's been cooped up with a newborn yeah. and she really has had to like keep it cool and, and she has then, all this rage probably a joe because she knows what's she knows coming. their house is in foreclosure she knows, like, how much shit they're like gonna get so she's probably has all this like misplaced rage it and danielle get, it has to get out somehow yeah or else she's gonna take it out on her family on her t- kids so she, she fully is she's like you know that momo that like meme of that, yeah like, scared, she momo. looks like momo she is momo <laughs> she's channeling momo she's like the babadook like in the night with like a giant sm- like that she smile. is momo smile i just want to talk to the bitch i don't i'm getting actual like terrifying chills yeah. thinking about Teresa coming for me in the night with that smile on her face jacqueline goes Teresa, what are you doing and she goes i just want to talk to the bitch i just want to talk to her <laughs> and she's just because she said, don't you say my house is in foreclosure. Like she's in. That set her. Oh, that was. That was you never say the yeah. words foreclosure to Teresa. And then so Teresa gets taken back inside. Mm-hmm. And then Jacqueline just. Jacqueline just stands with there. Her, her, with her legs apart, with her hands on her hips, just guards the car. And then you hear Danielle in the backseat at one point because <laughs> Kim G takes Teresa back inside. And you hear you hear Danielle in the back seat go. Just there's a you see her face shrouded in shadows, and in a very hushed voice you hear her go, "Look at her, that fucking skank, just staring me down like such <laughs> hatred." She's also stopped crying at this point. She's also, just, Jacqueline just standing and staring in the car is her, a t- is a full mood. With her like chinchilla thing, just, yeah. She's, like what is she doing? She's drunk, but I think she's trying. She's probably disassociated a little, and she's like, "My daughter just did something so bad." So I'm I, just gonna watch and make sure that like nothing else happens. Yeah. Then Danielle decides to call the cops. It's time. It's time. It's, it was inevitable. She goes, "What I need is those women to leave me alone. Those women, 
And she goes, this is... Look at my... Look at all this hair she pulled out of my head. And she has her hairball. But I love how she tells the cop, this is Danielle Stop. I'm being chased <laughs> by Teresa Judah, like, through... She's on that a name basis where they're like, oh, Danielle, yeah, yeah, let yeah. me just Well, they say that through. to her. They say yeah. that, like, they're... It turns used- out she calls the cops all the time. I think she calls the police, like, every week. She's so like, so just call and check in sometimes. At one point, she goes, ah, I, I, and then you hear the operator is a woman, and she goes, ma'am, calm down. She goes, all right, <laughs> calm down. Like, t- t- say it again. Like, the woman, like, clearly knows who this woman, who Danielle is. Yeah. Danielle's always looking for a chance to call the cops. So, like, if even, like, her dog shits in the house, she'll call the cops and tell them. But also, we missed at one point, Ashley comes out, and she's by the car and she's like waving and like has her like just baiting she's doing a full like couture stance yeah. like she's, she's like, gone into like modelina hell but she's also got a little momo in her and she's staring at <laughs> she's staring at jacqueline she's in a place of momo she's staring at danielle here take a i'll this this is i'll upload this <laughs> This is ashley and this is danielle this is Teresa and ashley <laughs> and she and Teresa or Jacqueline goes, get the fuck back inside. She goes, you're a child. I like, I'm going to deal with you later. You just fucked up. Get inside. And then Ashley goes, way to pick Danielle over your own daughter. And I was like, oh, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. Ashley. Go to to bed. Yeah. Go home. Fuck off. Do your homework. Yeah. Just like get a job. (laughs) And so she goes inside and she's like, my mom's out there picking. You know, she's like, my My mom's going to go to lunch with Danielle now. And it's like, you are so stupid. Stupid. And she goes. She goes back inside, and Kim D is blackout. She's sitting. Teresa goes and sits at her table, and Kim D goes, "What? What'd you do? She goes, What'd you do outside?" Jacqueline. Uh, Kim G says to Harry, "She goes. What about my stuff? Go back in there for my stuff." And then so she gets escorted back in with Harry, and everyone's kind of sat down, and some women are still eating. Yeah, people are drinking wine and like chilling. And Ashley is like, she goes over and like she's slinks. proud, like she's earned respect in Teresa's eyes you can see that Teresa's thrilled she goes, what'd Ash- you do what'd you do because i knew you were not supposed to do that and like kim d's hugging ashley to her bosom and she's, she's like, like she's like oh good. it's okay it's okay you she, wanted to protect your mother and she goes she goes about danielle she goes she's tough i was running out to you girlfriend <laughs> hiring for your small business If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. 
It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. I love how Kimji has like little like Elaine Stritch tight legs on. Yeah. She's like she's, showing her long. She's like, like hey, her gams. Yeah. yeah. She's taking her gams out. And then she, Kim G goes into like full comedian mode mm-hmm. and she like struts up to Therese and she goes, you, what does she say? She like <laughs> yeah, approaches the table. She like, she kind of like sassily. And then, and then Teresa goes, don't even come near me. She's <laughs> like, doesn't want anything to do with Kim G. Yeah. And then no, but Teresa, I think, I think was sobering up at this point. And I think when she, she, at first she was like, Ashley, what did you do? And then when Ashley told her, she actually goes, I thought she was going to hit my mom. Like, no, she didn't. And then, and then Teresa goes, 
she wasn't going to hit your mom. Yeah. Like she's like, she kind of calls her out a little, which I was like. Well, also I think that Teresa, once the cops get called, she gets real fucking squirrely. Oh, she won't give them her ID. I wrote that's, I wrote true mob shit. Yeah. She knows exactly. She goes, what are you talking about? She goes, uh, I don't know. What you're ta-. Like she's totally like pleading the fifth. They go, do you have your ID with you? And she goes, no lie yeah and she goes what's your name and she's he's like why are you asking me why like, you need to know my name why you, like she's she done this won't before. answer and then my theory is and we'll get to this part but when she has to tell joe what happened that she like she really had to let him know that like no cops got any information yeah. about them because he's probably trained her tree what do we do with the cops come she i know goes, say like, nothing there, i think that and like the house and for there was something that was like make sure or she was buttering him up and trying to fuck him so that we'll get there we'll get there i think she was doing i I agree with you i think she was i think she was trying to like ease him in it was like when you tell your when you've done something bad and you when you spend like 10k on your man's credit card and you're like i just can i pour you a glass of wine i just want to tell you something or when you do something bad and you have to tell your parents yeah like you do it in like a cute way you're really cute and like squirrely and that's like how Teresa has to be but i actually had a little i was i thought it was a little chilling the way she was talking to the cops no i went full i was like hmm. she's done this before i suspect it was very routine and they all kind of were jacqueline knew what to do like jacqueline was like jacqueline goes into total like mom upright she, goes, she snapped into sobriety she and goes it's always like, a drama when danielle's around i've said it once i've said it again she's the kind of woman that's like do you want to come in i'll make you a drink like yeah. come on in i'll make you some tea i know this whole song and dance you must be so tired like that's her she's approach really attentive teresa's like, approach is total denial yeah i don't know why you need it (laughs) that was and then it was very like it was a real moment because you see the camera kind of like parts through some people and you see them in another room and teresa's just going like uh yeah i don't really i don't really know what what went on what's the problem here what's the problem what's going on yeah and then you (laughs) ashley is proud like ashley literally like they tell her they're gonna write her if they write her a complaint she might have to show up in court and then you see ashley flanked by her friends still holding her purse like a fucking bitch and like she's like thanks for walking me to the car thanks for writing me a car i might have to go to court i don't know and it's just like she's never been happier in her life well the cop is like he's like look we get a call from her at least once a week like she's probably gonna like he's basically like you're she's probably gonna sue you yeah so but he was saying it in a way that was like rolling his eyes Mm -hmm. so they're all on ashley's side and also ashley is such an idiot for a doing this in the first place but doing it on camera and then verbally telling five different people within a span of five minutes that she did it so she admitted to it including the cops and at one point Teresa says to the cops she goes about danielle she goes she's the one that's the cocoa not me classic martin scorsese wishes he could write this dialogue she's a, she's a good mob wife yeah she's a great mob wife but then you see danielle in the car going <gasps> and she goes she goes, <laughs> she goes i know a voice of rage and violence and that's Teresa. <laughs> she goes i just want to go home i i just want to go home i never asked for this she i goes, did she goes i didn't even want to come here and she says to the cop she goes i'm not a fighter <laughs> danielle deserves an oscar yeah and then they just drive off and yeah bye uh and she goes so we cut to the next day and danielle 
Everyone's gathered at Caroline's house. Tree and Jacqueline have gone over to Caroline's to tell her everything that happened the night before. And then Danny goes over to Danielle to tell her. And And (laughs) Danielle goes, she goes, rumor has it. Rumor has it that they really do want to cause me bodily harm. Yeah. And then then Danny goes, I would have been back in jail. You can't live like this. You can't live like this. And she goes, and she goes, why do you want me dead? She goes, once you've killed me, there's no going back. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Danielle, this is again, her mission to get sent to hell. Yeah. But also her mission of realizing when she gets close to being sent to hell, that she doesn't really want it. She's terrified. She's terrified of what will come. Yeah. Now she's like, oh my God. She knows the true fatality of being sent to hell. And now she's not so not so wild about it. But she, then Caroline, when she ushers Jacqueline in, she goes, I don't know if it should be a scotch or a cup of soda or a cup of coffee. <laughs> Jacqueline's like, ah! So they're like cutesy about it. They're like delighting in violence. Caroline loves it. Caroline loves it, but I think there's all like... She loves not being a part of it, but loves like hosting her like violent ladies at her house. Yeah. And then Tree is like wearing this like a badge of honor i'm like you went in full momo mode like she also nothing to be proud about but she fully regressed in this moment in front of like they were the jesters in front of caroline Mm -hmm. and Teresa went into full like clown jester yeah and was just like ah like baby jane like doing a little performance like i called her her honey and it made you know like and then caroline's Mm -hmm. just sitting there going oh Oh, Teresa, you kill me (laughs) And then we come back to Danielle and she goes, she goes, this is physically let's get her. Mm-hmm. This is let's get her. Let's, let's get her, her. Let's kill her. Let's take her down. Let's kill her. I'm like, she is fully. And now I'm kind of like, maybe she will be killed. Yeah, she know, She must be. She must. She says because she's like, what? Let's physically, let's get her. Let's get her. Let's kill her. I was like, what? Because she's also like, you're taking this so far. She but. You let Teresa, like, Teresa would beat her ass. And Danielle's not, like, it's not totally out of the realm of possibility. Like, I guess Danielle's worried that, like, someone would punch her and she'd, like, million-dollar baby herself. Yeah, and she's then, like, what if I get punched? And then I fall back and hit my head and that's lights out. I'm dead. I'm not coming back. Then my daughters don't have a mom. I'm like, Jesus. She's thought it through yeah. to, like, the very bitter end of what a brawl with tree could look like. And, like... I kind of understand why she's bringing bodyguards to all sorts of things. Well, she also talks about like getting like, what if I'm in a bathroom at a restaurant and someone comes in, locks the door and beats the shit out of me. I'm like, (laughs) you have to have been there to know that things could get to that level. Is she talking about the cartel? Who did she beat with a nine millimeter pistol? Well, she kidnaps, I think a child or something or kidnaps someone with the cartel. That's in the book. Wow. She held someone for ransom. She beat them with a nine millimeter pistol. <laughs> I saw your court files. I've seen your, I read your court papers. You beat someone with a nine millimeter pistol. That was the real estate property, not their actual house. I like when she said that. I love that experience. Yeah. That was an investment property. It was an investment property. But um, Jacqueline's ride or die. She is a loyal bitch. She is. But. But she was getting off in the drama, too. Yeah. Danielle goes, when she's telling Danny, she goes, when Teresa called me honey, it wasn't the word. It was the gesture and the tone. (laughs) 
Yeah, she goes, I know a voice of rage and violence, and that's Teresa. <laughs> and Danny's like, Danny's just like so horny. Yeah, he's, he's horned up and he's ready like, to fight. He's like, oh, oh, if I was there, I would have been sent back to jail. Danielle loves hearing Oh, she that. loves it. She loves making men make decisions that send them to jail. She also didn't sleep that night, you can tell. No, she's shaken. Yeah. Visibly shaken and like fragile. Um. Now, though, Jacqueline has a lot on her plate, which is basically dealing with like the fact that Danielle is going to press charges against Ashley. It's her dumbass daughter. Yeah. Um, we see Albie meeting. I don't care anymore. Albie looks hot in this episode. Albie looks hot, but also what a scammer. I'm sorry, but like if you get. No. So they're trying to. It's you have So to... there's a rule. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Explain the law school rule. When you get kicked out of law school, according to Albie, and I'm sure this is how it is, when you get asked to leave law school, you have to wait two years to be able to apply to law school to start the process of applying again. Which is good, because I don't want a lawyer that's been like kicked out of law school, like failed out of law school, and then just found another law school to go in. So he's, yeah, so he's now going to an attorney to try to fight to get his university to recommend him to find him a spot at another university. This is the most like white privilege shit I've ever seen, which is like you fail, you fail out of law school. There are so many and then you get things them to pay that for you it. go through to fail out of school. Like you yeah. have to get warning after warning after warning. And then to be like, oh, I have like ADHD or whatever. Yeah. And then like, then to hire an attorney who is like clearly like getting paid for by your parents. And she also looked a little suspicious of him. Yeah. And like you're meeting with a lawyer to, I think his intention was to not get kicked out of school, but then she was like, the best we can do is like get them to write a letter that says that you can apply to another law school, which is like at this point, this is how you really want to play it. I guess go for it, but you're a loser. But yeah, you're making, it's like you're, it's like you're making them accountable for your shitty grades. Yeah. And Which like, is like, also the fact that Caroline seems so shocked about it. I'm like, didn't, so he don't just all of a sudden get kicked out of school. Yeah. Like he must've told them that like he'd been getting warnings or maybe he lied and said he wasn't. I just don't believe that like it's, he's making it seem like within like a week turnaround, they said like, now you're out of law school. That's like multiple more warnings. You have to like fail a bunch of classes don't and like you? not go to class. Okay. Listeners that have been to law school, let us know what's going on because I truly, I'm like, I really think that you have to pull a bunch of shit to get kicked out of college, a private, like that you pay to go to. They're asking him not to come back. Cause yeah, maybe, maybe, do you fail one class and you get asked not to come back? If you're doing really poorly, do you like, how big is the turnaround? Like I need to know. His details. GPA was 1.9. That's you did not try. You didn't go to class. You yeah. have to go to class to get like, to get basic. And then if you get a warning, if you know, you're like, get failing, you can hire a tutor or someone. Yeah. Like what? I don't understand. And if you really think that it's like a learning disability thing, let me know because I'm, I'm open to all scenarios, but I truly think this is just like some party animal idiot that never showed up to class. It was was like, Oh, oh, I just can, I'll just be a lawyer. Yeah. Like I'm going to be a lawyer and then didn't realize like, Oh, law school means you actually have to like go to school and study really hard. Yeah. He's fully Jackie jr. From Sopranos. Yeah. And I'm not having one fucking bit of it. No. And the lawyer seemed kind of like dubious of him. I know. I love that. She's like, we'll get them to write a letter, but you're going to have to do it all again. And does he actually like, 
follow through and get into another law school no he gets he invests in blackwater classic so we cut to the the white range danielle's and, taken to the range and she's she gets a call from sarai sorry 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 her energist energist and she goes i was just thinking about you she says <laughs> she goes how good timing i was just thinking about you on her like her car phone her like looks really old for some reason yeah i like that danielle is like so fragile she and i've been in this place of like fragility where it's just like you're fragile and you just need to like drive yeah in like an suv especially is like the safest place to be when you're feeling like fragile and just need to drive and she's just like she's her sleeves over her hands shriveled up with her sleeves over her hands and like a big sweater on and she's just kind of like driving in the rain and that's like the exact time when your energist needs to call you yeah and so saudi's like been working with her and she's like she's told her all the drama and she goes she goes i'm just worried she's like I'm I truly think that I could be killed by these women and she goes and I don't wake I don't wake up from that she goes then my kids don't have a mom then are you happy and I was like and I wrote sent straight to hell since Sadi's trying to get her to go to hell Sadi is like <laughs> Sadi's trying to change her energy so that like she will no longer need to go to hell but it's really tough yeah. it's tougher than Sadi is in over her head maybe Sadi was like unfortunately Danielle you do qualify for someone who is meant to be sent to hell one point Sadie's like <clears throat> i'm tapping into my own psychic energies right now and i am feeling like there is violence being directed towards you from these ladies and it is a threat so like, like don't say it to this woman you need to say it so <laughs> Sadie's just tapping in i love she's like i'm tapping into my psychic energy and but when danielle literally just said like someone ran after her trying to hurt her and danielle when she said it goes oh she goes, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And then, and then Sadi's like, do, do you think I should call Jacqueline and talk to her? And then Daniel goes, maybe. And then she goes, let me pull over up here so I can text you the number, which I thought was responsible. But then also she's pulled over not in like a place where you could pull over. Like someone has to cross the double yellow line to get around Danielle's white range. So it was like, you're now calling on? like causing like traffic emergencies. So you're putting. <laughs> sending- she goes. The other women are really closed off, but I think Jacqueline could be open to this kind of suggestion. She goes, at one point, I did see kindness in Jacqueline. (laughs) (laughs) So I wonder also if Sadi is charging Danielle more money to call Jacqueline. Yeah, but what money? How is she affording an energist? I think Danielle has way more money than we think that she has. She has offshore accounts. Yeah. And she's also just like taking a stand against the house because we've clearly seen her spend just as much money on clothes at Posh, her energist. This is all to punish her husband. Yeah. This is all. And like at the bottom of it all, Danielle gets the pleasure of like every luxury she spends money on. It's not in any way, shape or form going to help her sell that house. She sends the bill just to him. Yeah. It's incredible. She... Danielle trolls on like six levels of troll dimension. There are a lot of levels. There's so many levels. She goes, I one time saw kindness in Jacqueline, so I think it could be good. And Sadi goes, okay. So she gives Sadi Jacqueline's number. And then in the meantime, we cut to tree trees going over to juicy Joe and she brings him a, a glass of wine she brings over a bottle with two glasses and he's playing pool and she's like 
hey, baby, can I tell you what happened the other night? And you can tell she's... Want to have a little wine? To, I tell you what happened the other night? And he's like looking at her like, what'd you get up to, Trey? He knows like, this he knows can't some, be good. And she's... She's wearing like a low cut like tee. She's nervous. She's nervous and has to go into full like Charlie Chaplin <laughs> clown mode. I wrote... I wrote... <laughs> She did like an improv show. <laughs> she's 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 like using her hands and she's going ah, like she's and I wrote she she's straight up an Italian woman in the 1800s retelling a story about a harrowing moment she had at the market <laughs> that day. Yeah, she's like Stregonona being like, oh, and then he came to me and I saw his face and it was the face of the devil. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I was like, gonna get the tomatoes and then she put her hand on, was gonna get her my tomato and I said. I want to make a tomato yeah. sauce. And she said, your sauce is sick. And I said, how oh, dare you put it on my sauce. And you yeah. know how I feel about sauce. And right? you and took like, my pasta. You took my barrel of pasta and you put it over to mine. And I said, no, I got two barrels of pasta. And you said, no, 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 I charged <laughs> you for three. But I only got two. And then I said, no, no, no. And then I kicked over the pasta and my donkey come out of nowhere and eat the pasta right out of my hands. And then I take the pasta <laughs> and the donkeys and I move away. So now we have three donkeys. I'm so sorry, baby. This is straight up old country shenanigans. Yeah, this is like a deep seated in Italian history what's playing out right now. And she goes, and then I went, <gasps> and then Joe is like getting off on it. Joe, though, is also just like, why are you telling me all? Like, yeah. he, he does not, I don't think he cares about any of the like parts that have to do with Teresa like having drama with Danielle. No, he wants to know if, if the I cops I want to know. Are. He was more concerned about cops. But I think if she makes it more about like this funny back and forth and then throws in the cops at the very end, yeah. then it's like going to assuage yeah. Joe. She was like, oh, and by the way, the cops came, but it was all good. Yeah. And then Joe's like, but he's the- looking at her like he's going... Yeah, and she mentions the house foreclosure thing, and then there's a one-off with Teresa's like talking, and she goes, "House, my house is not in foreclosure. Her house needs to be revenerated." She goes, "It's a stank ass house. It smells like dog. It smells like dog. Revenerated." But I also love when she goes, "She goes, and then so then Kim G comes out of nowhere, and then Joe goes, who's Kim G?'" (laughs) She goes, goes, "The older lady." Poor Kim G. Kim G is young me, at heart. It made, me, it made me feel. This episode actually made me feel bad for Kim G. Kim G is like truly just wants to have fun. She just wants to have fun, and I know she's like she she's put crazy her little short dress troll, on. But she was like, I don't. She gets a little more twisted in the next season. But Kim G has a sense of humor, though. Like she doesn't take things too seriously. But I love the oh the older lady. I'm like oh my lady. god. The running gag is that Kim is like old, old. as fuck. <laughs> Teresa wants, she's, yeah. She's going like this. Oh, oh my God! And then I went over there in the past. And then it came a G came over. Oh my God, Mamma Mia! <laughs> she probably like asked like Gia for some lessons yeah. about like how to. Came a G. Came went. Oh, Mama, I'm, I cannot, I cannot bother with these things. I gotta scrub the floors, Mama, for the babies, <laughs> the new babies that are coming. Oh, mama, there's the another. Babies are crying and another another baby moon, coming, Mama. Oh, I gotta get it. And she was like, Oh no. She's like, No, Gia, I'm not having another baby. Oh, Mama, that's not true. It's almost a full moon. We gotta have the other baby. Get things ready. <laughs> I boil more pasta upstairs and get ready for the new baby. <laughs> Melania heard caught wind of this cop. You know, she the has fuck? one of those like little like radios where you can listen to any sort of yeah. like police scanners. <laughs> and she's just to know what's going on in the neighborhood. And she's like, 
Mom, if you got involved with the cops, you're fucking dead. I will throw you outside with the fucking dogs if you get those pigs involved. She go, no, she that night. The you night go of, downstairs. You tell dad what happened. The night of the night of the pass show, she was on the transistor radio and she heard <laughs> she heard the police about the north. So she took she went she went. Don't wait up for me, Gia. And she got on the ATV and drove it over, like down the highway, <laughs> over to the and then sat outside. With binoculars at the at just the waited. edge of the Wayne Country Club to like see what was happening. Yeah, smoked a cigarette. And she just was watched. like, "Let's see if she's a fucking rat." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if she rats on dad, on pop. She nope. just watches. Yeah, she's like. She's All like, right, good. That's my girl. Let's put her to the test. That's my girl. Yeah, and she's like sitting there with like a, a glass she's of wine. She's making notes in like a teeny little notebook. Yeah, with like a pretty like with, with a pretty like Lisa Frank pen and her like, teeny sweet tiny and sassy, yeah little like, notes. Little on. She's making notes of everything Teresa said, and she puts it in her back pocket, and then she goes, "All right." All right. Flicks her cig, and then yeah. rooms up the ATV and like runs and goes back into bed. She goes. She did good. She good, I saw. She did, yeah, she walks by <laughs> at one point <laughs> when they're talking, Joe's like, Are you sure you, nothing else? And then Melania just comes in to walks to the room and goes, She's good. I checked Mel- her out. <laughs> she comes in like and it wasn't filmed on camera, but she pulls out her notebook and she's like, Here are my notes from the incident. <laughs> and then like they match Teresa's story and so then no one has to get killed that and night. She, she pours herself a glass of red, chugs it, and mm-hmm. then like leaves. I'm tired, I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. Don't make any fucking noise tonight. Shut up, Gia. <laughs> Where's the other one? Gabriella's like on the roof. Yeah, Gabriella's hoof dancing on the roof. <laughs> I love you. Gabriella, oh, mama, I can't true? be bothered with this stuff, mama. These oh, no, things. mama, it's super oh, drama. No, 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 these crazy things you get me into. I cannot even comment. Oh, the drama is so bad for oh, the baby. No, I'm just no, trying no, to no, sing no. some Such Italian songs to, to no, go no, to no, sleep. No, no. Take go outside. <laughs> I go boil pasta upstairs for baby. She always sleeps a bed if there's pasta boiling in the oh, kitchen. Oh, mama, I can't talk about these things. I go away now. And she goes upstairs with her, like, <laughs> her pot of pasta. She carefully walks upstairs and leaves it. It's like a dehumidifier Yeah, for the baby. she lets the steam of the pasta yeah. release in the baby's room. She goes, oh, oh, the baby should smell the pasta cooking. Oh, yes. It's a good... Good. <laughs> it's a good for dreams. You dream of pasta, little baby. You dream of tomatoes and pasta and yum, gnocchi. Yum. Gnocchi. My little gnocchi. Um, then we go back to Jacqueline is at Posh randomly at, in the dead of night. In the parking lot at Posh in the evening. Did she, like, she like hang out there? I don't know. It was really, it creeped me out. It was they, bad energy. It creeped me out too. Um, so Jacqueline gets a phone call and she's at Sadi. Sadi. She's like, hello, Jacqueline. This is Sadi. I'm Danielle's Energist. You don't know me. You don't me. know me, but um, I'm actually calling to inform you that I work with Danielle as an energist. And then you see Jacqueline's face just drop and she's like, what do you want? She's yeah. like, I was hoping we could maybe talk about it a little. And if you're open to it, maybe work on you with some energy of yours. And then Jacqueline has her heels up on the dashboard and she's like, <laughs> sure. Why the fuck not? Got and some. I was excited. Like, I thought Jacqueline would be really open to this because you can do energy work over the phone or, like, over Skype. But Jacqueline, I, I found her to be incredibly disrespectful to Saudi, the energist. She was, like, playing, like, Brick Breaker. Yeah. And just, like, live, laugh, loving. And being, like, yeah. Or, like, just, like, trolling. She was, Yeah, she was nuts and... And not taking it seriously. And like, how are you going to diffuse the negative energy if you won't at least just like try and visualize? I've looked up Saudi. 
Really? Mm-hmm. What's Saudi's deal? Is she still active in the Jersey? I think so. Wow. Maybe we should pay Saudi a visit. I think she might be based like on the West Coast. <gasps> Smart move. Yeah. There's more of an audience for Saudi on the West Coast. But I wanted to know what was Jacqueline doing in the parking lot? Staking out the joint? Yeah. It was sinister. Kim, Kim D's like, hey, run over there real fast and just be the, be the girl at the front desk. Just for a minute. I, I'm going to be late. Just answer phones. I have to pay the water bill. Yeah. Someone might be coming in there soon, but just act like everything's fine. Just You can just pretend for a minute. And Jacqueline's like, all right. Jacqueline's like, okay. And she's <laughs> like, can I have a shrug if I do that? And she's like, take whatever you want, sweetheart. Take, whatever you, take whatever you want. But when, when that guy, you know who he's going to be. You just, you'll know by the look of him. When he comes in, just be like, how you doing, sir? Yeah. You know. That's normal. Offer him some water or some wine and just stay behind the desk and just don't do anything. And Jacqueline's like, all right. right. She likes to flirt with danger in that Mm -hmm. way. So they get nowhere. Saudi. No. Saudi does not does not do anything that helps Jacqueline. But Saudi has a sense of humor too. Because she's like I think she knows how difficult Danielle is. And then when Jacqueline's like, Can you work on her a little harder? Saudi laughs. Yeah. But then she's like, God, I gotta move to LA when she gets off the phone. Meanwhile, Teresa's gone into like full billiard room seduction. Yeah. She goes, Joe likes my cleavage. My cleavage. 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 Teresa's so Cheever. terrified of this situation with the cops and the foreclosure and Joe that she can no longer pronounce words correctly. She's babbling away. Yeah. Joe's like, why are you doing this? Yeah. She's like, you like it. Mm-hmm. Like, you like it like this? And he's like, he's like, like, leaning, tree, he's like shut up. Tree, tree. Come on. Come on, Tree. He goes, what did he say? He was like, I'll get it standing up if you keep doing that. Like, he basically is like, stop doing that. I'm going to get a rock hard boner. She was just like, fuck me and like, forget that I almost. Yeah, I almost ruined our whole scam. The Montville police. Yeah. Um, Then we cut to the Preakness. Well, first, it's another Albie scene. Oh, right. Where he comes in to tell his parents of like what he's doing to try and get into school. And they're both just like. Great. Caroline goes, there's no bigger life in his case than this case right now. So go out and show him what kind of attorney you can be. It's like, do you know how the legal system works? No, they they know by bribing. Yeah, they know how to bribe the police. I know. And they're like, also, they're like, we can't do anything, but we will support him. And it's like, okay, so you're paying for his lawyer to like go and do this like shenanigans. Yeah, where's he getting this lawyer money? This is also, so he, dumb. When he comes home, he like, act, they act like he doesn't live there. Yeah. She goes, Albie's here. It was so weird. I did like their huge plush couch, though. And they're both just reading. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love it. Back at Preakness. Kim G. Daniel meets Kim G for cheese fries. Mm -hmm. Daniel goes, comfort food. Kim G goes, we won't be eating any salads today. Now we won't. (laughs) Oh, she was like ready to go. She's excited. I think she got like a hot chocolate and like French cheese fries. And Kim G's just like always trying to have fun. Danielle takes her little claws and she goes, can I have one? And she takes one and she goes... (laughs) There won't be any... It's just comfort food today. And she takes a little nibble. She just eats like one fry. Yeah. I'm like, then ooh. Danielle... They're talking about Ashley and Danielle goes, there's ramifications for her actions. <laughs> so she goes on Facebook and she posts unbeweavable night. Tonight was unbeweavable. And Kim G goes, oh God. Um... Danielle is having a lot of physical problems after the altercation. She says her neck is 
still in pain still in pain and then she goes my eyes are twitching and i'm having problems looking up <laughs> she can't look up. <laughs> she can't look up because she was assaulted by ashley yeah she has like now has She's like, like just twitchy eyed and every time she tries to look up she just can't do it yeah i would love to i would to be a fly on the wall watching danielle try to look up mm-hmm. and that and that and be experiencing immense pain oh, oh. her daughter's just staring at her while she's like what's going on jilly jill jill you know, she went home and cried to her daughters about like, oh she woke them up in the in the dead of night yeah girls mommy almost died tonight she opens into the foyer I need my girls with like, ah. <laughs> They're taking a fresh shit on the floor. The Chihuahuas are all pet cemetery. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Jilly keeps taking them to the pet cemetery when they die of neglect. Yeah, and they keep like, coming back. Stop. Jilly. We were only going to do that once with Muffy and we had to kill him. And Jilly's like, I'm lonely. I'm lonely. Though. I just want a friend. She's like, Christine's like, fine, one more and that's it. <laughs> and they, they always. And Daniel goes, the dog's dragging in soil. <laughs> you know I told you to look after that. <laughs> she doesn't even remember that the dogs are dead. No, she's never. they've never seemed different to her. So we cut to Ashley. And well, I think also Danielle is saying that Ashley reminds her of herself at a young age. Oh, yeah. They're like... They're kindred spirits. They're like astral twins. They are. And she's like, I don't know. She's basically saying like Ashley's going to commit murder. Yeah. She's she on thinks a dangerous that Ashley's going to go down a dangerous path that involves like beating someone with a nine millimeter pistol. And like, this is the first sign of her descending into a life of chaos and violence. And I was like, I was only a few years older than Ashley myself, herself on the first time I was arrested. And you just see Kim G be like, what? <laughs> Kim G's like endlessly like horrified. I really think I'm just gonna have to let the law handle this. Um. So then Ashley, ugh, Ashley's just like has Chris- gone still in full model mode. She's wearing a full face of makeup and like matching like animal print PJs. Yeah, and like getting like on the couch with like a pillow. Chris goes, Ashley, get in here. Did you notice those huge sconces next to their fireplace? They yeah. have like six foot tall sconces. Yeah, everything's everything's oversized, like gigantic. It's crazy. I've never seen a sconce that big. I didn't even know that a sconce could be actually that big. They're like the Lord of the Sconce. Yeah, they love a pointy wooden sconce. It's like Bordello Dracula. That looks like a torch. Yeah. And then they don't have like a working fireplace. They just put candles in it. They so like why the have a torch. huge fireplace? Yeah. Well, we know why. Mm. <laughs> I don't have to say it. To dispose. Yeah. Ashley's a terrorist. Ashley is this... I'm no longer team Ashley. Now that she's transformed, it's over. Ashley's like, she's like, fine, I'm like a terrible daughter, I guess. And I was like, oh, shut up. Don't do that. Don't say that. listen to what they're saying. They're saying you can't go around assaulting people. Like, do you not know what physical assault is? And she's like, I was... She's like, I really thought... Danielle was going to hit mom, which is, again, a lie. She thought that she did hit her. She heard that she had hit her. And Chris goes, your mom can handle herself. And I went, no shit. Yeah. uh, (laughs) You think? (laughs) Honey, those born in Vegas can take a fist to the face. (laughs) In stride. I just, Ashley's so manipulative. Well, she's also bad at manipulating. Yeah. Like, she's just annoying. She's like, they really are the same. Yeah. Danielle. She's not even like. 
Like, that's so not the way to react in that kind of situation. No. The way to react is to be Teresa and, like, butter them up and be, like, cutesy. Yeah. And then, like, complimentary. She she always takes it like you're conspiring. Like, it's so hard to be me in this family. I guess, like, I just suck then. It's like, okay, no. I hate (laughs) when people do that. Yeah. When they jump to, like, the worst possible conclusion that has nothing to do with what you're talking about. Yeah. That is, like, just saying an actual lie back to you is, like my ultimate pet peeve well i guess i'm just a fuck face now <laughs> i guess you just like wish i would die and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about i cannot even reason that sets me on a Teresa momo level <laughs> i go full momo <laughs> this is why my kids i just want to talk to you <laughs> I, just, I just want to talk to the bitch i just want to talk to the, bi- the bitch <laughs> the bitch that's so insane I just want to talk to the bitch. I just want to talk to the bitch. <laughs> it's a crazy Momo. I've got my eye on you. Remember Lindsay Lohan? Mm. I've got my eye. I've got my eye on you. I can't even do it. I've got my eye on you. I'm keeping my eye on you. <laughs> the Federation. <laughs> Oh, 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 I am keeping my eye on you. <laughs> I, have to, I, have to I will talk to the bitch. You. And she goes, I think, what is, I even forget their names at this point, but one of them was like, it was, was it Ashley? No, it was Jewel, Jules. And then, no, but one of the, the girl with like pink hair yeah. said like, God, I, Gabby. Gabby said something about like, god or something and for, for, it was very strange and esoteric and Lindsay went oh i'm going to keep my eye on you <laughs> that's a lohan island reference for any of you that haven't listened to that go you can go back in time into i think it's like season seven of sup and carrie and i cover the whole lohan reality show it's a must listen affair but yeah i can't also, kind of, Jacqueline has a little bit of Reese Witherspoon energy to her. She does. And I liked that. You're I'm now to be firmly national team, television. team Jacqueline. Fully team Jack. Anti-Ashley. I'm on an Ashley takedown. I'm on... I've been... I've, I think I've always been anti-Ashley. I really warmed up to her, and then she did this shit, and I was like, there was absolutely no reason for you to do any of what you did. And I like, sm- You should be smarter than this. I reconsidered her for a moment rewatching this and then i'm like no i felt bad because of how jacqueline trolls her but she kind of but also jacqueline is like because when she's like you were laughing when i said the unbelievable thing i also just like hate that ashley still posts on facebook like can't help herself yeah oh yeah that that was funny when she busted jack and then jacqueline's like no i did it no it's a lie what and like it's like Jacqueline literally keys Ashley up. She's like, we're best friends. And then when it gets rid of Chris, she just throws her under the bed. Because yeah. she's like, she has to secure the bag. She has to secure the bag. And she's like holding the baby. And then Chris is like, I'm really upset with you. And you just hear Jacqueline out of frame be like, me too. <laughs> we're best friends. Post it. Post I love it. Just do it. It's so funny. Oh my god! And she's then like, the we're like second, he's like, "You ever stop posting on Facebook?" And then she's like, "Yeah, mom, you laughed at this." She's like, "I did not. I didn't know such thing." I and, and then like, she runs the away. bottle into the baby's mouth, and she's like, mm-mm. "And then she takes she the bottle." Like, I didn't say anything. And she goes, and "He goes, I'm so disappointed in you, Ash." And she goes, "Me, Me too." too. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then Jacqueline skitters. Playing then, both sides. And then as soon as Ashley leaves, Chris is kind of on to Jacqueline a little. You just see Jacqueline skitter away. Yeah. Jacqueline's going to go get ready to like pull a Teresa Cleveland move on him <laughs> because now he's going to have to be like satiated. Don't bring attention to ourselves. Chris looks hot though. He, he like, does look he hot. He struts. He like stalks into the room. He's wearing a rosary. Yeah. That was really hot. That was so hot. He's wearing yeah. like a rosary and like Harry a leather chest. jacket and like a white shirt yeah and i was like daddy tell me what i did wrong yeah at the wayne country club i posted on facebook today how do you feel about it Mm. (laughs) i posted on facebook daddy oh daddy i posted i might do it again facebook oh i can't help myself i have two facebooks so if you get one one, there might be another daddy what are you gonna do about that what are you gonna do about it fuck my face (laughs) you gonna punish me daddy daddy and then and then you see jacqueline like yeah yeah throw me out of the house daddy throw me out of the house <laughs> throw me out of a moving train daddy god well more to come the season's not come. even near no. over we have like also so many reunion episodes i'm sure they go to italy oh my god they go to italy next week danielle trains as danny watches he goes pretend it's Teresa. <laughs> danielle her like spindly arms yeah. punching yeah, the trip ooh, to italy ooh. is harrowing god i can't wait well as always thank you so much for thank you for having me being here i'm excited for vpr i'm so excited for vpr you'll hear that episode tomorrow yeah so stay tuned stay tuned love and light bitch bye bitch Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.